0: Do you think that, generally speaking, the first time you have sex with someone or the last time you have sex with someone is better?
1: I feel like probably just, like, sexy-wise, like, how you know each other the last time is always going to be the best time.
0: I agree. And I also think that if you know it's the last time or you suspect that it is, it's often, like, in the midst of a breakup or after a breakup, then, like, that's kind of sexy. is and Burton
1: and I'm Isaac Fitzgerald.
0: And this is The Tell Show. It's our podcast and this is the last episode of season 1.
1: If you talk about it enough there might be a season 2. Shh.
0: <laughs> but we're going to talk about first times cuz we're always optimists here at The Tell Show.
1: <laughs> last episode first times.
0: Yeah. Um, we have a really good guest that I'm really excited about. His name is Lamorne Morris and he's an actor and comedian. You may know him as Winston Bishop on Isaac's favorite show New Girl. <laughs> um and he's also in Barbershop the Next Cut which comes out this week and he's going to tell a story about a first time um of his. But you are you have a story about the first time you drove a car, I yes. think. Yes. Tell me. Tell um,
1: me. Um okay, so the first time the first time uh that I, I drove on, on open road, right? You'd expect like 16, got my driver's permit, yada, yada, yada. But actually, I was 14.
0: This is funny because it's like, you were like, you would expect me to be 16. It's like, no, you're Isaac Fitzgerald. I would expect you to be like
1: eight. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was three years old. I, I ran with an older crew. You know, basically, uh, I was almost like their mascot in this weird way. (laughs) Like, they were, like, all, like, 18 and, like, Mm -hmm. were cool Mm -hmm. and, like, drank and did drugs. And I just, like, got to hang out with them. And so one, uh, one of the things that involved running with this crew, with this group of folks, is that we would usually have parties. And we would have parties in, like, fields. It's a very rural Massachusetts. So, like, big bonfires and parties in fields and, like, but one of these times... Uh, uh, Basically uh, The party We were all expecting To camp out But it got broken up By the police And everyone ditched And everybody Parked their car Because you couldn't All park your cars Near the spot Right or else Obviously that would Attract attention So we'd all Parked our cars Like in different ways And we all kind of Got split up And I was with My buddy Brian And Brian was Hammered uh, bro- yeah, man. Hey, you know, it's not his <laughs> fault. He thought he was sleeping in the woods. No, he, totally. You know, he was just, he had planned accordingly. He was not wanting to drink, drink and drive that night. Yeah. He thought he was sleeping in the woods, but he was out of his gourd. And so when we got to his truck, he was just like, Isaac, you got to drive. I think you can do this, like, no problem. And then just, like, proceeded to pass out in the passenger seat. I pull away uh, down this dirt road and luckily I get to kind of keep on back roads for a, a while and just kind of get a hang of it.
0: White knuckles on the oh, steering wheel. yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: Just like eyes like glued yeah. to the road, like absolutely not. To, like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Uh, and I'm like, all right, we're just going to drive to Brian's house. No big problem. It's a couple towns over. We got this. Uh, and I'm driving. Uh, and And of course, all of a sudden, my heart is in my throat. I just assumed I was going to jail. And then I watched as the police officer kind of exited his vehicle and started to walk up. And it's, I think, I want to say it's not right when he got up to the window. I think even as he started to walk up, I realized that I recognized him. And he was actually the guy that used to be my janitor when I was in like <laughs> elementary school. <laughs> you know, he'd gotten his life together maybe a little bit more. Right. T- taking the COPS test, you know. Congratulations, this, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and he just kind of walks up and he looks at me and he's just like, um, license and registration?
2: And like even he Like I think he, I can see him Trying
1: to do the math In his head yeah. He's like wow Has it been that long Like right. Isaac's 16 now And I'm like yeah About that uh, And then I just started To like what, Like just very nervous And I think probably Some tears were involved And I was just like Brian just got really drunk And they were ple- I didn't know what to do And like oh my god I'm so sorry ah, blah, blah, blah. And he was just like Okay listen I'm gonna follow you We're gonna get you Off this main road And you're never Ever 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 gonna do this again I, I have to say, I'm glad that no one's drunk driving. Good guy. Yeah. It was, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of privilege there, but it was pretty amazing <laughs> that he, he let me do that. Um, so that was the first time I drove a truck.
0: So, our guest today is Lamorne Morris. He's and so funny. He's so great. We were so excited. That He agreed to do the show, and we were able to interview him on a recent trip to Los Angeles.
1: City of Angels.
0: Lamorne came to the BuzzFeed Motion Pictures studios and taped with us, and we did a couple videos with him. And so now we're going to play the interview that we recorded on the set.
1: We've got a wonderful, hilarious guest uh, this week. We're really excited. Lamorne Morris, he's an actor and comedian. He plays Winston Bishop, uh, hilariously, I might add, (laughs) uh, on New Girl. Uh, and he's also in Barbershop, The Next Cut, which is out this week. Yeah. Uh, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate this. Hell yeah. 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 We're excited. Here on the, uh, the Tell Show, Lamorne, uh, we always try to open up with a game of Never Have I Ever. Mm. Yeah, a little classic bar game. Yeah. Uh, Summer, Andy, you want to explain the rules?
0: Yeah. So each of us will say something that we've never done. And then if you have done it, like if I'm like, I've never killed someone, and Isaac's like, of course I have, Whoa. you will ring the bell. <laughs> and then you'll talk about it um normally we would be like putting and down shots. shots uh but we'll we'll stick with the bell oh
2: for this. man yeah. <laughs> and, and you know the thing about this game is that i i don't know how to play without being sexual so i'll try
0: you can I'll, be sexual this uh, is the tell show we're emotionally naked every day
1: wait or do you mean like making bets to do sexy stuff
2: you know what? When you, well, no. Like when I play the game, it always it involves alcohol, and it and it's always with you know a, a lovely group of people, maybe in a hot tub. <laughs> and you say, never, never have I ever done this weird sexual thing, and they'll go, No, <laughs> okay, I did. <laughs> And then they got to talk about it. And talking about it you usually manifests into doing it again. I mean, I'm here. I'm looking good. I feel like yeah, I did y- my y'all hair. you look sexy as hell right now, man. I got my coffee. I got my energy. So my stamina's there. <laughs> We're just going to see where this goes. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All
1: right. Uh, never have I ever auditioned for a television show.
2: I have. Can yeah. I ring the bell? Yeah, ring that Ring that bell. <laughs> I auditioned 15 times for New Girl. Wait, what? 15 times. They weren't convinced the first 14 times. It was crazy. That's not hyperbole. No. I went in once through 15. I, I auditioned for the role of coach originally. got offered the part. Couldn't do it because the same day CBS offered me a role on a pilot. That pilot didn't get picked up. So New Girl, when I turned down the role, they ended up offering it to Damon Wayans Jr., they weren't anticipating that his show happy endings was getting picked up for a second season and that left a space open for another character and they didn't know which which ethnicity they wanted to go with they didn't know who the character was going to be because they couldn't do coach because they wanted to air the pilot because he was so good in it and so they came up with the character winston and in doing so they had to audition uh, 11 more times
1: do you know when you nailed it or did you, yes. were you like, I nailed it on the third try?
2: I thought I did. and But uh, yeah, I the 15th audition was the craziest one because they put me up against a friend of mine. Mm. So they were like, we want Lamorne." Oh, but Justin Hires has just freed up. Let's bring him in and read. And I was like, no. <laughs> no, if anybody is my kryptonite, it's Justin. He's so good. and um, But I'd already auditioned four, 14 times. <laughs> So, I was like super comfortable, and he had never tested before. So, when I went in the room and I, uh, I did the audition, I felt like I was doing stand up. It was like the whole audience was just laughing, and there's like 30 people in the room. And when I left, I just thought, if they don't pick me after this audition, they just do not like me. <laughs> or Justin is, is, is funnier than I thought he was because he killed it <laughs> on his first time walking in the room. Um, but I ended up booking it, yeah.
1: What, just uh, for our listeners, what were you doing before that?
2: Um, right, be- right before that, I was doing a lot of commercials, um, and right before that, I was uh, you know taking the bus to auditions, and sleeping in my car when I had it. That was repo. That was that was uh, tragic. Um, but I started off in Chicago doing Second City, uh, doing improv and sketch comedy, and then moved on to BET, where I started hosting and just doing that whole thing. Left New York, came to LA. And thought, oh, well, this is going to be easy. Just move from New York to LA. If I can make it in New York, i make it anywhere, right? Wrong. <laughs> I got to LA and got so broke, man. I ran through my savings. I ran through, like, friends. <laughs> it was the loneliest time for me, the first year and a half in Los Angeles. And then just, you know, one commercial turns into 25 commercials. And then that turns into a TV show. Oh, well, congrats. Thank you very much. Thank yeah. you, thank you.
1: What do you got, Summer Ann?
0: Uh, never have I ever stood someone up. Ooh. Ooh. Isaac.
1: So here's the deal. Is it okay if it's not a date?
0: Well, what's the story?
1: Okay, here's the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was living in San Francisco at the time. I actually very kind of similar situation, mm-hmm. but with no dreams. Uh, <laughs> had just moved out to San Francisco. like no industry there that I wanted yeah. to be a part of just like had moved there yeah. and got really broke and really sad. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> all of the struggle, none of the none of the payoff. Right. Um, and so I'd been there for like a couple of years, just real tough living, and basically, I had worked my butt off to get this job at this bar this fantastic bar in san francisco called zeitgeist mm-hmm. and it was one of those things where i'd spent so much of the money that i had there that i think eventually they just took pity on me mm-hmm. and we're like sure you can watch the door man like you can <laughs> if you can check ids we'll give you like four bucks an hour and like you don't have to pay for your drinks and that'll be fine right. and at that time an old friend of mine from college had moved out and he started working at this company called facebook
2: Ooh.
1: yeah yeah and so my buddy, his name's Mike, my buddy Mike kind of calls me up and he's like, look, Isaac, I know you're having kind of a rough time right now. Um, I've talked to some people at the company I'm working at now. It'd be an entry, like it'd be low level, but like sales marketing, uh, we're really staffing up right now. Uh, we're, we're really growing. And I was like, I heard, it. I was like, that's for college kids. I was like, he's like, listen, will you just come down, see the campus? Take this meeting for me. Like, just do it for me. Just come down. Please just take this meeting. Uh, and, and I guarantee you, one, you'll get a job offer now. It's up to you then if you want to take it. But just come, for the love of God, just come down. It should note that Mike now owns a house mm-hmm. on top of Bernal Hill in San Francisco. He's, <laughs> uh, I was uh, one of his groomsmen. He flew me out and bought me a $1,000 suit for his wedding. Uh, I think he's looking at another house. Because um, he is what's called pre-100 Facebook. And if you were pre one hundred, that was like a really big deal. And he was offering me the chance to go pre one hundred Facebook. And my reply to Mike was, "You know, I've really worked hard to get this job at this bar. Uh, I kind of feel like, <laughs> I kind of feel like, uh, uh, it's things are starting to turn around for me. Uh, I feel like Facebook. You never know if that's going anywhere. That's for kids. That's for college stuff. Uh, and uh, I really appreciate the opportunities. Like, look, here's the meeting. Here's the time. Just come. And, and I didn't, didn't go. go.
2: Oh." <laughs>
0: Mark Zuckerberg.
2: Mark was waiting with a clipboard going yeah. oh I love this guy so much I just want to ooh, check the right boxes for this guy. Yeah I just want to
0: give him like lots of options.
2: Uh, this is going to be the one. <laughs> oh, I'm going to bump him up to pre three. <laughs> my like good way of looking at it, my
1: way that I can still get out of bed every morning knowing that I just like re- like took that wrong of a choice in my life oh. is that I was just like with that much money I'd be dead.
2: Never have I ever um, made out with with a coworker of mine. <laughs> 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 I. What, what are you implying? I'm implying I feel like if y'all host this show together, <laughs> that at some point some penetration is going on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe mind penetration, <sighs> brain stimulation. <clears throat> oh. Look,
0: I have made out with a coworker, but not at my current job. Oh,
2: you snake. And I can.
1: I have also made out with a coworker, but also not at my current job. So you guys are You've never
0: me. made out with a coworker though? Is that real?
2: I've never made out with a coworker.
1: Um, I worked at a bookstore
0: for like 7 years in my early 20s and it was like an Empire Records kind of thing like just a bunch of young single people who like only hung out with each other <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that entire time that like For that seven year twenty to twenty seven, the only people I hooked up with were my coworkers. (laughs) (laughs) Dirty. I mean there was a lot of sex that happened at the bookstore too. That's true. (laughs) That is true. Did you ever holiday parties were sick. Uh I slept with my boss, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So casual about it. Awesome.
2: (laughs) I wanna be that boss though. It's like, yeah, I fuck all my employees. Where do you work? A porn shop? (laughs) No, a bookstore.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, there was like it was a wet there was a web of like sexual misconduct happening at that bookstore. Mm. Book people. Austin, Texas. Wow, you
1: just shot him out. Great place. I want to be clear. A great place, great, to store, great, yeah, great store. place to buy. Yeah, great place to buy books. It's
2: called Book People. Mm-hmm. Book People mm-hmm. in Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. So if I went into Book People <laughs> in Austin, Texas, I might be standing in the wet spot. That <laughs> well, could be. Standing.
0: I mean, it's been years, but you know. Hey. Yeah. There might be yeah. some
2: old ghosts flying around. Yeah. Stay out yeah. of the freight elevator. Yeah. Oh, so for, for sure. The That's right. freight
0: elevator is where a lot of shit went down. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna go in there with a black light and see what I can. <laughs> uh,
0: so on this show we like have guests on and we try to get them to talk about stuff that they maybe haven't really talked about before. Okay. Uh,
2: and the you, time I got my period. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Tell me about when you got your first period. I don't uh, want to talk
2: about <laughs> it. I'm having one now. I'm bad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but I you have a story for us about your youth.
2: I do have a story. Um, it is a strange story. I don't, I don't, uh, not, besides the, p- the parties involved, <laughs> I don't think anyone knows this story.
1: Oh, wow, uh, like not even friends. So this isn't like, you haven't talked about this publicly, you just don't no, tell
2: people. This. I just don't, t- because it's kind of embarrassing for me, you know, but it's just a state on our youth. <laughs> you know, it's just a, it's a statement about how we are as kids. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. We got to do better. So here's what happened. I was, you know, I was not the most popular kid in, in high school, but I had a girlfriend my freshman year of high school. She was gorgeous, she was smart, we were in math class together, and we started dating. But when you're a 14-year-old kid and you don't know your way around a vagina, my idea of dating is just holding hands and walking through the hallway, occasionally stealing a kiss and a, you know, mm-hmm. behind a door somewhere. And one day we had planned on you know, losing our virginities together
1: kind of zero to 100 right there.
2: Oh, real quick. Um, <laughs> Till this day, I work fast. <laughs> hey, nice to meet you. Anal, please. Uh, hold, hold hands hold, and, and hands. lose our virginities. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, we were dating for the whole year, though. Yeah. Um, you know, so it took some time, and you know, but everyone were, was doing it.
0: Were you telling, did you tell her that you loved her?
2: Yes. Mm. I did tell her I loved her. She told me she loved me. Um, therefore we loved each other Yeah And it was great This is like 14? I was 14 years old What year is this? Uh, I want to say 2 Or 90. Nine ninety eight. Okay,
1: nine. okay, late nineties. Yeah. Just setting the just setting the mood. Well, you gotta set that mood. Man. Your style. <laughs> What's your hair looking like that year? My
2: hair low Caesar cut, rocking the goggles. I used to put on those uh, red goggles on my nice. hands. <laughs> then I hit it with the uh, basketball headband, even though I wasn't playing no ball. Oh, wristband maybe, maybe some Allen Iverson sneakers maybe. Um, <laughs> Very cool. I used to, I used to have the. Uh, I used to sometimes rock a do rag for no reason at all. <laughs> Um, I, I, moved from the South side of Chicago to the West suburbs and I was trying so hard to stay black that I was just like, I'm just going to wear some shit because like, <laughs> I'm surrounded by everyone who isn't black. And I was right. just like, man, I gotta, I gotta keep in touch with my, with my roots somehow. Go let me throw in a FUBU Jersey. That should work. <laughs> uh, but, um, so yeah, you know, me and this girl, everything was great. She was on the gymnastics team. I was on the track team. And you know she had the keys to the gymnastics room, and she said, "Hey, let's lose our virginities together." And I thought, "Hell of an idea!"
0: Great idea.
2: <laughs> you 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 couldn't have said it best. <laughs> uh, I, but you know, so I we decided to uh, do that. But the problem was, is when it when it came down to the nitty gritty, she had said, "Hey, do you mind if Daniel comes too?" And I was like, who the fuck is Daniel? Who the fuck is Daniel? <laughs> now, Daniel was a cool ass dude. I knew Daniel. He was a couple, a couple years older. And she said that the reason behind it is that she told Daniel that she was going to lose her virginity to me. And he said, well, you know, uh, since he's never had sex and you've never had sex, I should come too. I should have oh sex with God. you first. <gasps> what? Yes. I should have sex with you first and then show him how to do it then he has sex with you Daniel <laughs> so then uh, what I did was once she said that he wants to be there too I instantly started crying <laughs> I just I just started crying in her face I was like what are you talking about <laughs> you're crying in the hallway I'm crying oh. in the hallway and How's she reacting she was sad for me and um, Long story short, no, no, long, don't long story short it. Uh, but, you know, so the next day uh, I see her and she's just as, as giddy as can be. And it's like, we did it. <laughs> what? Yes. She just tells you like that? Yeah. And she, and she thought that we were still together at this point. Like, hey, babe. And I was just like, wait, what? The problem is she did it with another dude also named Daniel. Two Daniels? Two Dans. Daniel and Danny. <laughs> Wait, no. in in the
1: in the, like where she had the key for?
2: Uh no, in a in a car. Oof.
1: I wanna cry. Yeah. <laughs> so what's that like? Like what's that feeling? What what do you
2: say to her? She thinks you're still together. Yeah, I had to let her know right then and there. Hey, I'm gonna give this three more years with you. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm gonna marry you, girl, and then we're gonna discuss this. <laughs> I'm a pushover. <laughs> uh, but no, that that it, it just it, it just fused off. We're we're still friends till this day. Are you? Yeah, yeah, oh, we're still wow. friends. So did you know either of those Daniels? I knew both of them, and I used to hang out in Daniel's car. So I would oh. sit in the car, kind of like going, "Am I sitting in said spot?" <laughs> Wait,
1: so even after you would get into this car.
2: Yes You're like you're like fuck I need a ride
1: I ain't gonna lie
2: That's a, Daniel was smooth man <laughs> I like Daniel Daniel was a cool dude man That That is the That was the The, the jumping off point For some Some terrible relationships That I've had Cause I never <laughs> forgot about it I love that you guys Are still friends though Oh yeah no she's great She's amazing actually She's got a family And all that stuff oh. But But they're not going to Me telling this story um, I don't think they're going to know who I'm talking about. Because I haven't told anybody about it. Except for you guys.
1: Well, we really appreciate you sharing that story. <laughs> and
2: my dad. I told my dad about it. Oh. At the time. I'm kidding. I don't know that dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know him. <laughs> I couldn't turn to anyone, you know oh what I mean? God. Because I come from a religious background, so who am I going to go tell? Like, my brother, my mother, like, hey, guys, I was trying to um, sin, <laughs> and uh, it just wasn't working out for some reason. Right. I was trying to do some very nasty, sinful stuff. It just wasn't working out. How do I do this? Right. Uh, how should I feel about <laughs> about me not sinning so much? <laughs> um, but, you know, I um, I didn't tell anybody. I, t- I I may have told one, or one of my buddies, but... It's so embarrassing to me, and I'm like, damn, man, that's what—that was your attempt at having sex the first time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god!
0: So we ask every guest on the Tell Show three questions at the end of the show, Uh, and the first question is, "What was your last kiss like?"
2: My last kiss um, was—it was amazing. You know, uh-huh. because they yeah. all are. Um, no, my last kiss was, it was a kiss, you know what I mean? And I believe it was two girls at the same time, I want to say. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> I live my, a fanciful life like, in my head. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> man, it was an orgy of girls, man. I was just, I didn't know who that, I was kissing.
0: That new girl money.
2: Is yeah. right. <laughs> man, it was You're crazy. Living. Yeah, man. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> nah, that didn't happen. Yeah, I don't know. How was my last kiss? It was just great. It was, just, it was cool. a kiss, you know, led to some other stuff. Um, the next
1: question we ask every guest is when was the last time you cried?
2: Last time I cried was probably watching Batman versus Superman because I was like, man, I waited so long and this is what I got. And I teared up a little bit.
0: Okay. The last question is, um, what's wrong with you?
2: What's wrong with me? Uh, mentally, everything, uh, physically, nothing. I'm a God. (laughs) Actually, that's all opposite. Um, I think mentally I'm fine. Physically, man, I got to go to the gym. So what's wrong with me? I got I got a bad right leg, which I don't play basketball as much as I used to, and I really want to, but I'm fucking hurt, man. I hurt, I'm in my 30s now and I can't do the things I used to do.
1: You
0: hit 30. it's like a thing. You hit 30, it just everything changes.
2: All downhill, man. All downhill. Don't, don't reach 30. Don't reach. That's 30. the lesson of this show. <laughs> 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 it's not worth it. I now have to tell people that like I I I now when I when I deal with people now I go Well, I'm I'm older. You know, I have to say that. I remember when I was younger, I would meet like when I was younger, I I would like meet different like actors or like Cedric the Entertainer. I met him when I was like 21 and he's like, man, I'm old school, man. You know, I do things like this and we're talking. He's like, see you young cats is like this and like that. Now that I'm older, I'll meet someone uh, who's like 22 years old, making like five million dollars a year, making YouTube videos and then we'll talk and I'll go see me myself man you know before the internet was around <laughs> you know <laughs> and I go, holy shit I'm one of those old dudes <laughs> fuck and I can't escape it I can't escape it yeah
0: no one can
1: Lamorne Morris is a fantastic actor and hilarious comedian uh, you can catch him he plays Winston Bishop on New Girl yep. and he's gonna be uh, a, a, a part of a, an ensemble cast that looks just absolutely fantastic Barbershop the next cut yup yeah. I'm so... And this is like very, very bittersweet because I love that interview and I love doing this season, but that was our last interview. That was our last story of uh, of season, season one. one. In spirit of the show, though, Summer, and I want, I want to ask you something.
0: Oh, what? Oh, no. I'm scared. <laughs> How much will you miss me? No.
1: <laughs> I will see you every day. Oh, right, 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 right. right. <laughs> we oh, are friends. That's a good point. That's a very good point. <laughs> um. No, I want to ask you, uh, what's wrong with you?
0: You know, we ask people this all the time, and I never actually thought about what is wrong with me. I... I am really tired right now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I was trying to like come up, like, out of all of my vices, like, what's the worst one? And it's just, it's like a grab bag. (laughs) Like, I don't know. What's wrong with me is that, like, I have no self control. What's wrong with me is that I can't let go of anything. What's wrong with me is that I make bad life decisions. I don't know.
1: I don't think that's true.
0: But ultimately, like, I am me. And I think that when I look at my friends and people that I love, I see that the things that they don't like about themselves are just like so wrapped up in the things that I love about them and inseparable. And those things are who I am. And so right now, what's wrong with me is that I flew on a plane for six hours yesterday and I'm going to be on a plane for six hours tomorrow.
1: What's wrong with Summer and Burton? Airplanes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, well, now I have to ask you, what's wrong with you?
1: <laughs> it's a tough question. It is really tough. I can't believe we do this to I everybody know. that comes on our These
0: show. These poor guests. Yeah.
1: Apologies. I think right now uh, what's wrong with me is I think I'm very happy with where I'm at. Mm-hmm. But I'm learning to grow in ways that I feel like are going to change that. Uh, And even though I'm happy and content, it's about it's about going through this difficult stage where I'm learning that, like, it's okay to grow and to change, um, even if that means you're maybe going to make some things unstable in your life. So really, acceptance is what I'm working on.
0: The Tell Show is produced by the wonderful... And irreplaceable and beautiful Meg Kramer
1: With editorial oversight by Jenna Weiss Berman
0: And production assistance from Eleanor Kagan and Julia Furlon.
1: Thank you so much to Paul Ruest of Argo Studios For Where, the, where this show is <laughs> recorded
0: <laughs> For
1: existing, that man's a gem
0: Yeah, he is And thank you to Love Inks for recording our theme song Which I love very much um, And all of our music
1: Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes.
0: You can email us if you have any ideas for season two at Show at buzzfeed.com.
1: Thank you so, so much for listening to season one of The Tell Show. We love you.
0: Go out and tell everyone your secrets.